you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the world. In the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, folks. Chris Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com, thechrisvossshow.com. Hey, we're coming here with another great podcast. We certainly appreciate you guys tuning in. Be sure to give us a like, subscribe to us on YouTube, hit that bell notification button. It's free for a limited time at youtube.com forward slash Chris Voss. You can see all the wonderful shows that we're putting up and all that good stuff. Make sure you subscribe to our LinkedIn newsletter. It's pretty cool. It's been going out there for a while. It's got thousands and thousands of people that keep signing up for it all the time. And uh, you can see that over on LinkedIn. You can also follow our big groups over there. And, of course, all of our stuff on uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, follow the Chris Voss Show everywhere. It's just it's just all over the place. It's it's inundating. It's like the oxygen you breathe. So make sure you subscribe to us on all the different channels that are over there as well. Also, go to goodreads.com. You can see everything we're reading and reviewing over there for books and all the beautiful authors that we have on the show. Amazing stuff. Today, of course, we always have some of the brilliant authors on the show. We have a great author on the show. Her book is coming out January 11th, 2022. It's called Speak. Speaking with Spirit, 52 Prayers to Guide, Inspire, and Uplift You by Agape Stasinopoulos. She's going to be on the show with us talking about her uh, amazing book, and uh, you definitely want to order it up so you can get the be the first one on your block to say, hey, I got a hold of it. She is a best-selling author and speaker who inspires audiences around the world. She is the author of Wake Up to the Joy of You and Unbinding the Heart, a dose of Greek wisdom, generosity, and unconditional love. She was trained in London at the Royal Academy of Dramatic Art and received her master's degree in psychology from the University of Santa Monica. Her previous books on the Greek archetypes, Gods and Goddesses in Love and Conversations with the Goddesses were turned into PBS specials. She was born and raised in Athens, Greece, and now lives in New York City. Welcome to the show, Agapi. How are you? Wonderful, Chris. Thank you so much. And I love your show. I love the energy. I love the dynamics of it. And I've been listening to it now. And you cover amazing human uh, subjects that we all deal with. Yeah. Thank you for coming on the show. We're honored to have you. Congratulations on the new book. That's always Thank a lot you. of work to put out, but oh, it's, a, it's wonderful to have it. Yes. Give me your plugs so people can find you on the interwebs and get to know you better and follow you. Yes. You can uh, find me on uh, my uh, website, wakeuptothejoyofyou.com. You can find me on Instagram, Agape Seas. And of course, in everywhere where books are sold, you can now purchase the book, Speaking with Spirit, 52 Prayers to Guide, Inspire, and Uplift You, Facebook and Twitter and uh, LinkedIn. I'm Agape Stasinopoulos. You can find me and Agape Says in Twitter. But uh, most of all, I am very accessible. You can email me agapi at unbindingtheheart.com and I will keep you uh, updated with all my events, all my podcasts, 
all my meditations. I do send out uh, 10 meditations as my gift to you, guided meditations, which is one of my special. Yes, follow me. I have a lot of inspiring things to say, and we all need inspiration. Chris? We definitely do. Inspiration is really good. So what motivated you to write this book? You've written several books. What motivated you want to uh, do this one? This book is about the power of prayer. And I really say that uh, we all have to connect to our inner Wi-Fi every day. And uh, the password for the inner Wi-Fi is, guess what, Chris? What? Guess what is the inner, the, the password? Um, prayer. Prayer. I was yes. going to say one, two, three, four, five. That's the same as on my luggage. No. That's a Spaceballs joke. No, the password for the inner Wi-Fi is prayer. And why does a prayer matter? And what is prayer beyond um, religion and beyond faith, beyond, I redefine prayer. And I don't know if you are aware of the Rumi, of, of, of the poet Rumi, but he was mystic poet. And he actually said, eight billion ways to pay, to pray. There are hundreds of ways to kneel and kiss the ground. So I wanted to write a prayer beyond Catholicism or Judaism or Buddhism or a Christianity, that prayer is really reverence to life. Mm -hmm. And there is a great poet that I love called Mark Nepo. And when he starts his events, he always says to people, does everybody here believe in something larger than themselves? And everybody raises their hands. And I want to ask you, do you believe in something larger than yourself? Yeah. The universe, exactly. Last time I checked, it's bigger than me. But I don't yes, know. Exactly. I'm still eating burgers. So Thank you so much. Exactly. So the universe is what we call the source or mm -hmm. God or our higher intelligence. But there's definitely something that's bigger than Chris and Agape and anyone else who is listening here. And I think all of us, need to come to a reverence about that larger than ourselves energy and consciousness. And in order to connect with that, which is the most incredible comfort and really the most incredible medicine for the human condition is connecting with that higher power. Mm -hmm. And in order to do that, a lot of people meditate or they do yoga or they go to retreats or they go away to uh, different sacred places where they can connect with what we may call God, spirit, or the sacred. But what I believe, Chris, is that we can connect with that part anytime throughout the day if we choose to. And all we need to do is focus on our breath. Because if I ask you right now to focus on your breath, you probably say, Oh, I haven't noticed my breath for the whole day because we don't become aware of our breath because we are so busy doing things and thinking things and feeling things. But when we stop and we connect with our breath, we can open up a bigger space inside of us and come into a place of receptivity. And when we come into a place of receptivity, we can hear our wisdom, we can hear our heart, we can hear our inner guidance. That's why the book is called Prayers to Guide. We can be inspired. We can drop the criticism, the judgments of ourselves and the human condition, which is very much about 
not feeling enough, not doing enough, and fears, anxieties, worries. I, you understand what I'm talking about. We spend a lot of time on that, don't we? I know, I know we do. And you talk a lot about guests, about these human conditions, which I love to explore. And for me, it's, I want to convey to people that how you go beyond that, how you transform that, is you pray. And I have in this book very explicit ways to uh, to help people understand how to pray. Everybody's going to do it their own way, but you can literally pray while you're making your coffee in the morning. Mm. And you commune. Uh, 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 the, the communication with the divine is a conversation. It's not just asking all the time, mm. give me this, give me that, I want more of that. It's more like, how can I serve this life force that is in me? How can I love more? How can I be more kind? How can I be more tender? How can I be more accepting? How can I be there of support to myself and others? And, and in that way of praying, we start to receive more energy, more vitality, and more acceptance of what's going on in our lives that we might not like. Mm. Would you I say can tell you why I wrote the book. <laughs> okay. I know this is a long answer to your question, but I have such passion about this whole subject, as you can tell. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, go ahead. You, you're you're uh, next. You're I, was just, I was just saying, uh, go ahead. Uh, tell us uh, what motivated you to write the book. Would you say that's an overall arcing description of the book that you just gave us? Yes, that is an okay. overall description of the book. I wrote the book during the pandemic. Mm. I had a contract with my publishers, Penguin Random House. I had written the Wake Up to the Joy of You. And I've had many experiences, Chris, in my life of what we call the presence of something higher than ourselves. Let's call it God, for a lack of a better word, of the presence. And somebody said to me, how would you define God? And my God, what an awesome, what an awesome task that is. How do you define God? I don't define God. I, I, you cannot define the infinite, but I would say that anything to do with unconditional love, anything to do with a presence of the sacred, a presence of reverence is God to me. So I've had many experiences of that throughout my life. In my books, I, I talk a lot about my background. Uh, my mother was an incredibly uh, spiritual woman, uh, not religious, but uh, a really spiritual woman. She believed in the values of life, of creating and manifesting things in her life. And I learned about yoga and meditation since I was a little girl in Athens. And over the years, I met my spiritual teacher in Los Angeles, John Roger, and I, I opened up a path to the spiritual path. So I'm very anchored in my spiritual path that is also very practical and grounded. So because I've had many experiences of the power of praying for others and people praying for me, I told my agent and my editor, maybe we should do a book about prayer. But I didn't really know what I was going to put in the book. I don't know if you've ever had that feeling. You have the title and you have, you, you have the title, you have the idea and you go, oh my God, what am I going to put in it? No, you may have some chop. So during the pandemic, we were in Los Angeles with my sister. You might've heard of her, Ariana Huffington, who mm -hmm. created the Thrive Global and the Huffington Post but now she runs a wellness company. 
And I was there with my nieces and uh, my niece's husband and uh, Ariana's um, executive assistant. And we were all in our beautiful home in Los Angeles. Uh, we have a garden. We have trees around us. And it's really 20 minutes from the ocean. So there was a lot of beauty around me. But I felt very trapped because it, we were on lockdown, the feeling. We couldn't go anywhere. We couldn't go to the supermarket. Everywhere we went, it was always away from people. And because, as you can tell from my energy and my voice, I'm a complete and utter extrovert. I thrive on being with people. I really, um, I suffered. I must say, I really suffered that lockdown restrictions and limitations. And I started to do a lot of Zooms and meditations, but I had this book to write. So I realized that I had to really go into a deeper place inside of me and draw from the depths of my soul and my heart to say, we all go through so much, but spirit, the spirit in each one of us meets us exactly where we need the support and assistance. Mm. Mm. So every single subject in this book, my dear Chris, and I read you some of the chapters, is about overcoming, is about transformation. Mm. For example, how to dial the spirit for directions, the gifts that lie in the in-between times when you are in between, like the pandemic was an in-between time. We're still finding the extraordinary in the ordinary, mm -hmm. the courage to give all parts of yourself a voice, mm -hmm. reviving your enthusiasm for each new day, which I would love to read you that prayer afterwards. Mm -hmm. Hearing the whisper of your creativity, becoming you, the greatest challenge and the greatest accomplishment, the God diet, how to use God to lose weight, the hidden gifts of being alone, Replace your addiction to God. On and on. I love this book. You see how rich it is, right? Yeah. You're bigger than your fear. So mm -hmm. I found myself in the midst of my suffering and my unhappiness. I would sit there and pour my heart out and say, okay, I'm having a hard time. I am not able to see my friends. I miss the connection. Help me, spirit. Help me bring solace, comfort. And right there, I would feel the presence of the spirit, Chris, mm. of the kindness, of the tenderness, of the love. You told me you have an elderly mother. You know mm. what I'm talking about when mm -hmm. you care for someone. But I felt the spirit caring for me. But I had to get very quiet. I had to get very centered. I had to get very authentic. I had to get very honest with myself and basically get in a very quiet place where I stopped the thoughts. I stopped mm -hmm. the feelings. I stopped. It just stopped. Mm -hmm. And this other energy, like a velvet canopy of love, would come over. And out of that, I wrote every single prayer. Mm. Wow, that's pretty amazing. It is amazing. If you read the prayers, uh, they're amazing. And, and I said to people, forgiveness, for example, if you're judging uh, yourself or your life or God or your ex-husband or your children or your ex-wife or if you're judging your boss or your colleague or hundreds or your logic, the political situation or things that are going on, forgiveness. How do we forgive? How do we come back to a place of not no judgment? And mm -hmm. all the mystics, all the teachers tell us 
move beyond judgment. Mm-hmm. So for me, it, it was a very pure place in my heart that taught me a deeper level of surrender, of mm-hmm. acceptance, of confidence, of kindness, and lack of... A lot of us went through the hard times in COVID. I went through a hard time. And just like you mentioned, we were so isolated from our friends and our relatives, and sometimes just being bunkered down in your home where you're just like, uh, you can't really go anywhere. You couldn't go to restaurants. You it was crazy. It, it really was hard. It was hard on me. I think it was hard on everybody. I think we all almost need like a national mental... Uh, health package where you go exactly. to some psychiatry for a while. But when you talk about, let me lay a foundation for this. When you talk about your prayers and a higher power, your book, regardless of maybe what religion you you subscribe to, or maybe you don't believe in religion, you just believe in a higher power like the universe or something, yes. your prayers can be used for any of those. It's, it's all-encompassing. Is that correct? Absolutely, because... The human spirit lives in all of us. The spirit, the aliveness of who we are. Life does not distinguish and say, you are a Hindu and you are a Buddhist and you are a Jewish and you are Catholic and you are Christian and and you're an atheist and you are a new age meditation, transcendental meditation. And it's just, that's all man-made. You understand? Mm -hmm. That is Mm -hmm. all man creation. Mm -hmm. The God creation is that we're all equal and it's wonderful to honor and accept how everybody is is practicing. Like I speak, there are people who speak, there are hundreds of languages. That's my way of where I was raised and what my culture. But it, the human spirit is beyond all that, is non-denominational. It's not separates in the religious way. And that to me is the power of what I'm talking about and what all of us have access to. That's the beauty of this. I was doing a podcast the other day and the woman said to me, oh my God, I really get it. God lives inside of me as me. I said, hallelujah. God lives inside of me. And the, and the universe, as you said so beautifully, that power did not separate and say, well, I'm going to give a little more of that. What we create in our lives is a whole other thing mm-hmm. and how you create your life. But the spirit is always there to support us and bridge the separation that we feel between the human part and, and what I call the soul, the divine part, which we do not see. So you, you understand how difficult it is to trust it, to believe it. It's difficult because I see you, you see me, I touch, I, we operate with our five senses. But the sixth sense, let's say, is the divine Mm-hmm. It's the one that you sense and when you are quiet and silent and move into, oh, my God, as my yoga teacher says, be in awe of your breath. Mm-hmm. Be in awe be of your breath. I like that. That's breath. inspiring. Be yeah. in awe. Right now, like right now, as people are listening to you and me, let's just take a deep breath and exhale with a sound like, ah. Oh. That felt good. And Take another deep, long breath, Chris. There you go. Long, deep, yes, relaxed breath, not too. And <laughs> I kind of went for it there. No, no. Long, deep, slow breath, deep, low, and release the breath slowly. That's beautiful, Chris. Beautiful. Oh, I feel more relaxed, relaxed now, actually. There that was you better. Go. <laughs> and then relax your shoulders. Oh, yeah. And just come to the presence of your heart right now. Just feel your heart. 
just feel beyond your worries, your anxieties, your what's going to happen next, what am I going to have for lunch, what am I going to have for dinner, what about the kids, the new year is upon us, what's going to happen with this and that. Just let it go and come uh-huh. present. And when you come present, you start to get into a, a better flow of your life and you start to feel more connected. Because what we all really want is connection. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. To connect to other people, to especially after coronavirus. <laughs> Like it's been so nice to be able to actually go out to dinner with people and like hug people. You saw those people that were putting up the big plastic sheets so they could hug their grandparents. And, oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. We couldn't see my sister who's in a care center. She has MS and dementia from oh the MS. And so we couldn't see her for a year. And my mom really advocates for her. So my mom goes and sees her almost daily to help her in these care centers. They have limited employees. And so her not being able to see my sister and hug her and we'd go wave to her through a window and it was really hard. Very, very hard. Did you do FaceTime on the phone? Uh, she, My mom does FaceTime, yeah, with uh, with the thing on her iPad. So she yes. likes to call in and, and they do that. But even then, it's not the same as being there. Oh when, my when... God, are you kidding? It's terrible. It is totally yeah. terrible. I think we all suffered, as you said, we all need mm-hmm. a, a mental health initiative, not just uh, the health for protection from COVID, I think mentally and emotionally we all suffered and we still are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's not over yet. It, it's that, that new Omicron or whatever it is. Oh my gosh. It's like, when does this thing get over? So let me ask you this. Some people, when they think of prayer, they think of you're asking for something or asking someone for something. It sounds from a lot of what's in your book is it's also more of a thing about uh, acknowledging gratitude yes, uh, for yes. you know everything you have, your life, your purpose, yes, your, exactly. your breath, your heart. Is that is that? Give us a little bit more of that, if so, you will. Co- so absolutely, completely, and it's the gratitude of of just being. The gratitude that you have hot water and cold water. The gratitude that you have electricity. I actually talk about and said God is like electricity. You turn on the switch. And the electricity is there. Does anybody know how it happens to be there? I don't have a clue how electricity happens. But it happens and we trust it. Mm -hmm. So in a way, it's the same thing with your breath. You trust your breath is there every day. Something wakes you up. Something Mm -hmm. puts you to sleep. You're still breathing when you sleep. Mm -hmm. And that in itself, to me, is mind-blowing. Who made this Chris Voss and this Agape? Who created all that? So that, it's a mystical, it's, it's an unknown, it's something that you can have moments of coming into realization that you are this miracle of life, that you are this expression of divinity, of a power of the spirit. That's all I can define it. I have a great expression that I love, that God is not a being, it is a state of being. Mm-hmm. A state of being, you see. And in that state, we have access 24-7. But mm-hmm. in order to get to this high vibration of the state of being, we've got to move beyond our three-dimensional ways of thinking. We've got to move beyond our minds. We have to move beyond our emotions. We have to move beyond uh, our worries and our fears. And we can accept them. We can see them. But 
allow ourselves to realize that we are way more than that. I'll tell you a beautiful story. There was a monk in a monastery and he was praying saying, God, what can I do to serve you more? Can I feed the poor? Can I plant more trees in the garden? Can I go out and, and serve the, the hungry? What can I do to serve you? I, I feel like I'm not doing enough. And he heard his inner voice that said, shut up and let me love you. <laughs> you love that? I like that. I like that a lot. That's pretty funny. You see? Uh, and I think it, we don't let ourselves be loved. Uh, yeah, that's really. I we think don't let ourselves be acknowledged. We don't let yeah. us. We just feel we're so busy, either asking or very few of us know how to receive. Do you know how to receive? Uh, I'm bad at it. I'll admit it. You're bad at it. Did you say? Yeah, I'm bad yeah. at it. Yeah. You know, people and will give me compliments, and I'm like, yeah. I think a lot of times we beat ourselves up in our own head. We have that you know, that beat up ego voice. Uh, that's, that's always, like, yeah, you're not as good as you think you are, buddy. And that voice kind of beats us down a little bit. Yes, we compare ourselves. We don't feel enough. We feel less than. We feel if I had this or that or if I was this and that. We, we will overcome and transform our humanness when we realize that it is in our vulnerability that the spirit meets us. It's, mm -hmm. Most human beings, we all want to. Uh, have more control in our lives. We all want uh, control, and, and you cannot control the spirit. That's, uh, and I think that's sometimes why people are afraid to go there is because you feel more, you, you just feel more vulnerable. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, so listen to your inner voice. How important is that? And, and how do we know what that good inner voice is and not the bad inner voice? Right? Is that bad inner voice, which is your ego, which is not it beat you up? I love this question. Thank you for asking that question. I think, Chris, what all of us have to do is build this relationship with the trust with ourselves and, and our higher wisdom, our higher power. Because you could be doing something and say, shall I do this or shall I do that? Uh, shall I say this or shall I go for this job or shall I go for that job? Shall I date this person? Shall I leave my relationship that's not working? Uh, but then how would I maintain my financial support? There's so many questions in our everyday life. If we uh, get quiet and we hear something and then you test it, if something says go left and you go, okay, let me see how that feels. And you go left and you say, that does not feel right. We have an inner radar. We have a, what do you call it in the ship? That shows you north and left. I'm forgetting. A compass? A compass. Thank you. We have an inner compass. Thank you. We have an inner compass and that feeling. When you're sitting next to someone or you're interacting with somebody and you know that they're not telling you the truth, don't you get that, that those, those something in you goes, it feels mm -hmm. funny here. That place where we've all been looking when we want to rent a house or some people want to buy a house and you go in and you say, Oh, no, that's not it. And you go, what are you looking for? I said, I don't know what I'm looking for, but when I see it, I will know it. Have you ever had that experience? Oh, yeah. In oh, your yeah. life? Mm -hmm. And you go in and you go, this is my house. I know. And then people say, you can't afford it. And you say, I know, but let me see if there's a way I can afford it. Let me see if I can bring the rent down. There are ways that when you know something is right for you in a relationship, when something is not right for you, it's we always know. 
And trusting yourself about your inner knowing is the the most incredible thing. When you hear that voice and you can trust it, mm-hmm. that's what confidence is to me. And also it's very powerful to say, I don't know about this. Mm-hmm. When and I was this- writing the book, Chris, I didn't know, but it kept coming to me. Mm-hmm. You know? Does- does sometimes prayer help help open up those doors and be having gratitude and stuff and, and trying so to open much. yourself to that? Okay. So much. Praying, making up, sitting down and writing. I'm very big advocate in taking pen and, and paper and writing down and saying, Dear Lord, dear beloved, dear divine intelligence, dear high power. Here I am, and I don't know about this. My husband wants to move to a new place. He got a new job. It doesn't feel right. What about the kids? I'm in turmoil. Let's say this is a situation. I'm in turmoil. Mm -hmm. Please assist me. As I go to sleep tonight, please assist me to know the answer, to see clearly, to guide my husband, to guide my children. Please support me. And you just offer it. You offer it to the higher intelligence. Mm-hmm. And you don't second guess it. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? So does it just come to you later, and, and or? How, oh how yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> you do know. You wake up and you go. Ah, it's happened to me so many times where I would get up and I would go. Oh my God! I put that in the light. What I call you put it in the light. Mm-hmm. And should I move? I was one time I was moving back from New York, back to my place in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And I was so, I was going to move back with my sister and my family. I'd been living in New York and loving it. And I knew the time had come. I, my parents had died and I was in turmoil. Mm-hmm. And I prayed about it. And I went and walked the labyrinth. Have you heard about the labyrinth? The labyrinth is. That's uh, the art thing with the pillars and stuff? Uh, it's not a pillars. It's actually like a maze on the floor. Okay. And uh, it's there, wonderful. And people can look it up. And there are labyrinths mm-hmm. all over the country. Okay. And you, and you place a question. Okay. And uh, you say, "Please help me with this." And by the time you walk out of the labyrinth, it's in the open space. It's not anything closed. It's okay. like a maze, and you go left and you go. But it unwinds, unravels the brain. Hmm. And I and sometimes our brain just needs to open up to receive the guidance. Mm-hmm. And when I came out of the labyrinth, I had seen a trapeze. Mm-hmm. And the trapeze was like me holding on one end. And something said, if you let go, we will catch you on the other side. Oh, wow. So leaving from New York to L.A. was a transition. It was a place of trust. Mm-hmm. I couldn't figure it out. But there was a sense of letting go. And I let go. And once I let go, I was able to go back to my apartment, gather my things, pack. People helped me unpack. I gave so many things away. And then I remember getting ready, getting in a car, going to the airport to go to L.A. And I was flying high. I did not know how it was going to be in L.A., but of course there was my sister and my nieces and my friends waiting for me, but I didn't know how I would experience the transition. Mm -hmm. But in that trust, in that ultimately, we're all going to have to let go. We're going to let go when we die. Mm -hmm. We're all going to have this moment of letting go. And I've seen both my parents die 
and they had to let go. Yeah. You can't hold on to anything. Yeah, it's true. That's so very true. In that letting go, there is, as I said, there is the spirit, the unknown, the invincible, the miraculous, but it's there. And it's right, right now as you were speaking, I, I hope you, my uh, wonderful listeners of this show, can experience that we are bringing the spirit, Chris and I are evoking the spirit. I'm, that's what we do on every show. We always evoke the spirit. <laughs> that you should do. be maybe the name of the show, the Evoking the Spirit with Chris Voss. So as, we, as we go out, what, what last thoughts do you want to share with our listeners? Well, and encourage people to, to buy this book and read the prayers loud and write down your own prayers. Write them down, even if you feel silly or if you... Some people pray and they love to pray. I have friends who say... They pray unceasingly, day after day. <laughs> they pray all the time, and they're comfortable with prayer. But some people are not comfortable with I like to pray, Chris. Mm -hmm. I like to pray and bring the presence forward. And, and read these prayers. Write your own prayers. And I always start by saying, I ask for the light to fill me, surround me, and protect me. Mm -hmm. Okay, just that. I ask for the light to fill me, surround me, and protect me. I place the light before me. And I ask that as I move forward in my day, the higher light be with me, usher me, guide me, inspire me. There so you this go. is a short blessing for the listeners. May you know you are blessed. May you know you are loved. May you walk in peace. May you let yourself be led by the one who knows the way. May you sing your song. May you know your value beyond this world. May you utter the words of your unspoken truth. May you dare say no to that which is not for you. May you dare say yes when you hear the calling. May you care for yourself like you care for others. May you grieve your losses and rejoice in your new discoveries. May you write your story. May you share your wisdom. May the art of letting go and the art of knowing what belongs to you and what belongs to others. May you know your center and come to it every day and build your house there so that it never shakes or feels the quakes of life. May you walk in peace and see the view from all perspectives and let the wind touch your spirit and carry it into the world. May you know your heart, its beauty and its vastness. May you know yourself and God's immensity in you. There you go. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. Wow. I'm touched. So my, my, my friends, thank you for having me, Chris. May you walk in peace and may you know the vastness in yourself. And, um, I feel we all have the opportunity to step into the greater part of ourselves. So in this book, I encourage you, I support you, I inspire you to step forward and access parts of yourself that might have fallen asleep, that mm -hmm. might be dormant, but there. And I wrote this book from every fiber of my being while I was going through a hard time to help others 
in their hard times, in their challenges, in their patterns that they want to let go, it is available to us every day. If yesterday you didn't do it, if yesterday you didn't believe, that's okay. Today is the day you can affirm and partner with that part of yourself. I have a chapter in the book that I love. It's called God is your partner. God is your... Imagine getting up every morning and feeling you're partnering with that part. And mm -hmm. be very kind and loving to yourself and asking the questions and write down your inner answers. They're always there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And thank you for spending some time with us today and, and your wonderful new book. Give us your plugs so people can find you on the interweb and order the, the book. The book is called Speaking better. with Spirit by Agape Stasinopoulos. 52 Prayers to Guide, Inspire, and Uplift You. You can order it right now. You will have it in a day or two from any bookstore. You can go buy it at a bookstore. You can share it with your friends. You can follow me on Instagram, Agape Sees. You can follow me on Facebook and LinkedIn, of course, and all the other social media. And my site, wake up to the joy of you.com. That's my book before that, which is also wonderful. Send me an email, agape at unbindingtheheart.com, and I'll send you my guided meditations, which I would love you to have. I have 33 of them on Audible. You can order them. And this book is also available on Audible, if you prefer Audible. It's my calming voice coming to your home, <laughs> letting you know it's all, everything is well, everything is going to be all right. Relax, enjoy. As my mother used to say, enjoy, darling, enjoy your life. Enjoy right now. Don't postpone joy. <laughs> there you go. Don't Thank you very much for coming on the show today. Thank you, Chris. A real joy. Thank you for listening. You're such an amazing listener. Thank I you. really appreciate your presence and your listening and the wonderful work you're putting out into the world. Thank you. And we appreciate your work, too. People can go grab the book. It, January 11th, 2022 is when it will be available. Pre-order it today. And, uh, yeah, I think you'll love it. We, we all need that. And what a great way to ring in a good new year. Yes. Always set those new year resolutions. This is coming right at the beginning of the year, so you can set a good tone for yeah, a great year that you can have. Exactly, exactly. And wonderful, a wonderful year of the new you. Yeah. And hopefully it's going to be much better. No more, you know, less or no more coronavirus. <laughs> yes. But either way, we're going to survive it. We're going to exactly. survive it. Exactly. Thank you for being on the show. Thanks, my audience, for tuning in. Go to YouTube.com, Fortress Chris Foss. Hit the bell notification button. Go to Goodreads.com, Fortress Chris Foss. See everything we're reading and reviewing over there. Go to all our groups, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram. They're everywhere. And there's so many. I just, I don't know. There's just wherever all those cool kids are doing their social media thing. Go see the Chris Foss show. Thanks for tuning in. Be good to each other and we'll see you guys next time.